It's Gordon Duncan from Clyde One Super Scoreboard here You're about to listen to me bang on about Scottish football For the next hour and a half or so But before we get to that, let me remind you of this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Golden Goals is absolutely flying now Well over £20,000 in the cash pot If you've not heard about this yet Where on earth have you been? Every time Celtic or Rangers score We're going to throw cash into the jackpot And one lucky person wins the lot At the end of the season You could do so much with this money It's enough for a deposit on a house You could buy yourself a brand new car Gordon DL. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know What you would spend the money on mm-hmm. Mark Wilson You like the finer things in life You would make sure it went to good use Yes I'm absolutely sure However I think we're glad It wasn't around in your day Can you imagine every time Daniel Kuzan dragged you up and down that touchline Every whoa, time whoa, Kenny whoa, Miller whoa. out Jumped you at the back post <laughs> Kerching Kerching yeah. Kerching It would have been But anyway If you want to win this huge cash prize Currently sitting over £20,000 then you have to enter that number That 20 grand Is going to go up and up and up Till the end of the season Now to get involved You need to text GOAL to 61025 So get your phone out Write the word GOAL G-O-A-L And send it to the number 61025 I'm proper patronising you With the instructions there It's like speaking to Hugh Keevans Working the Nokia Anyway Text costs £2 Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com The lines close 6pm Saturday the 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day But don't hang around until then Just text GOAL to 61025 0141 951 1025 It's time to talk football it's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we kick off a huge weekend of SPFL action. The championship could be decided tonight if Kilmarnock beat Arbroath in a top of the table clash. Rangers will be without Kemal Roof and Aaron Ramsey for the next few games, starting with Motherwell tomorrow. And Celtic have their own injury worries with Josip Juranovic ruled out, but Georgios Jakimakis returns for the trip to Ross County. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Tony Watt and Hugh Keevans. Rangers will need to improvise to capitalise on the remainder of the season, whatever they want to do domestically and in Europe. They'll need to do it the hard way. They're now minus their top goalscorer in the league, their second top goalscorer in the league. And their marquee signing from the last transfer window But you'd still bet on them to beat Motherwell tomorrow And that puts pressure on Celtic in Dingwall on Sunday It's quite straightforward for me If Celtic win on Sunday, jingle bells If Celtic lose on Sunday, (laughs) alarm bells But no matter what happens over the weekend First of all tonight, a sense of perspective Mm. Every good wish to Andy Gorham as he battles serious illness tonight When you're known as the goalie And everyone knows who you're talking about That means you were a legendary player And Andy Gorham is a legendary player Good luck Andy Yes, well said It's 01419511025 If you want to join in on the phones And Tony Watt They talk about you know making the top six And getting a place in Europe More money and games against the big two But the real prize Is that your game is now on Sunday Which means you can come in here on a Friday night If you get a game tomorrow You don't come in for Super Scoreboard on a Friday So that's that's the real prize at stake here Yep, you're right See the enthusiasm just dripping out of him Made uh, ten times better I met him at the door He bounced along here Hopped along Yeah Anyway, how are you? Good to have you with us Aye, good to be back It's been a while uh, 
I'm just getting over it You leaving Motherwell That's all it is It took me a few months you know, The first thing I texted you was oh, I'm surprised you're speaking to me So No it's good. You can only it's carry a team for so long so. I don't oh, listen, that. listen If you think that's the real reason What team does producer Callum support? Well yeah Of course That's what you've got yeah. to ask well, yourself that, That's it I left you in an alright position he's And a, we both ended up top six He's a Dundee United bonus. man you get Double that, bonus Get yeah. that off your conscience 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter It is a huge night With a capital H In the championship Really looking forward to that We'll go live to Rugby Park Get your thoughts in Ahead of that one Rangers fans Huge games coming up And not great news On the injury front You were just about Getting over the absence Of Alfredo Morelos If that's possible And now his replacement Kimar Roof Out for tomorrow Leipzig Celtic By the looks of it What do you think How big a blow is that How do you Replace that What's your master plan Is it a case of Sakala as the only other striker So he plays Does Cedric Eaton Come in from Siberia And play Have you got someone else Is it I don't know Joe Rebo In a false nine Whatever Whatever your creative thoughts are Get them into us 01419511025 How big a blow Is it Celtic fans How are you feeling Ahead of this weekend Do you agree with Hugh's Assessment That if you win on Sunday That is it Definitely over If it's not over already Get all your thoughts in there No Juranovic But Jakimakis is back We'll hear from Graham Alexander On that fixture being moved To tomorrow instead of Sunday At Fir Park And if you ever wanted to spend your Friday night Thinking about Mark McGee With no clothes on Well this is the place for you Hugh Evans. Well he's at least brought some humour to the week It's a huge game for Dundee against St Johnston I mean <laughs> Radiators and diets No one's taking it seriously Least of all Mark McGee I suspect It's not about radiators and diets It's about can you score one goal more than St Johnston And good luck to Mark for having given us a laugh all week I'm going to get you the equivalent I'm going to try and find something that you to focus on your Beat the Pundit performances You see, take the bold step like you know, go without a tie for a week to see if you can concentrate You know what I do? I don't turn the radiator on at home I come in here for heat <laughs> And have... Mr Clyde won pay for it Instead Correct. Wise Wise move right 01419511025 uh, We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB uh, So get all your thoughts in uh, Tony are you looking forward to the The running The business end of the season Yeah buzzing for it It's It's very tight I can see the table over my shoulder here And One point between the three teams For two places Is really really exciting Especially for us We've We know that we need to Get wins And we won't just Sleepwalk our way into the top is, that's exactly where we want to be into. You'll play against each other That is the beauty of it I know the split's not it's like Everyone's cup of tea But certainly we're going to see that At the bottom With naked Mark McGee tomorrow <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's the same at the top six It's up against the rivals How big an incentive is that every week? Aye brilliant we, That's exactly what I wanted to do When we got there We've got into it And now Even the games against Celtic and Rangers Full houses You get one of them away from home Again they'll be full houses Desperate to win a challenge for the league So It's better that than Sort of dead rubbers So <sighs> to speak Ah, You don't really want to say it Because you don't want to take the excitement away But Hibs, Levy, Aberdeen What are they playing for? Aberdeen mm. maybe could get dragged in But the other two teams you'd imagine would be safe And Dead rubbers That's exactly what it is yeah. But I suppose you've got a chance of going and seeing Mark McGee naked That'd be mm, Well Whatever floats your boat 01419511025 Come on let's hear from you on the phones, it's been a really busy day. All a lot of the managers doing their media duties today. Giovanni van Bronckhorst revealing 
That injury news Rangers fans Let's start there We're about to hear from him No Kumar Roof No Aaron Ramsey For Motherwell Leipzig Celtic Possibly back for the second Leipzig game How big a blow is that? Can you survive those games without them? And if so How? What's the plan? What's your Tactical master plan to, to fill that void Pick up the phone right now please And let us know 01419511025 Don't take my word for it Let's hear from the Rangers manager To kick things off uh, He does confirm that That injury news we just told you about uh, He says though It's an opportunity for other players to step up Well we hope to uh, to have them back Around the week uh, against Leipzig at home So uh, you know our medical department Will do everything they can to get them uh, back as soon as possible. You know, it's the, the last games of the of the season, important games. But uh, yeah, we have to go on. It's a challenge ahead of us with all the games coming. But uh, players who are available looked uh, really determined and, and fresh. Uh, we have uh, less players available in the you know in our attacking department, but um, we still have quality. And, uh, you know, players who are out, uh, you know, now the players who are going to play, they have to step up and uh, and show why uh, why are they in, in this football club. How big a blow is this for Rangers going forward, Hugh? Well, it's a big blow. If you had said uh, to Giovanni van Bronckhurst, when you get to the split, you'll be without Alfredo Morelos for the remainder of the season. Uh, you'll also have to do without the only other player who's got double figures in terms of goals scored in the league. That's Kamar Roof. And the marquee signing, Aaron Ramsey, he won't be available for you for the games at Motherwell and uh, Leipzig away and then Celtic at Celtic Park. So there's no way around that. That That's a, a bad blow for Rangers, a triple blow for Rangers. But the sense of achievement, if you overcome all of that and do well against Motherwell, Leipzig and Celtic, the sense of achievement would be sky high. Yeah, don't take Hugh's word for it though. What do you think? 01419511025. Dominic is a Rangers fan. How big a blow is that news today, Dominic? Good evening, Gordon. Uh, Tony and Uncle Hugh. Hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, here. Uh, how you doing, guys? Yeah, all good, thanks. All good. How big a blow is that injury news for you, Dominic? It's, uh, for me, I was just saying to the producer, producer there, I think, I think that's the league finished for us, to be honest. Unless... Giovanni's gets something up his sleeve like for the likes of putting Sakala not only striking me votes but Sakala but he's no he's better out on the side rather than through, the, through mm. as a striker so I, I would, I, the only thing I would be thinking is the, chat, the best chance we've got is putting Arfield through, through the middle I don't know what the guys think of that Tony what do you think you um, obviously play that end of the pitch do, do you always have to go for the guy that, that's Supposed to be the striker in fashion Sakala closer Or might there be an out the box solution No the way Rangers play I feel probably could do that job A kind of false nine you know Everybody talks about Liverpool And and they are kind of Drop deep striker And Arfield could definitely do it Have they not got a young boy That's linked with Aston Villa Scoring goals in the youth team Well I think the next caller Might be actually talking about Some youth team players So we won't steal his thunder think, uh, Tony, Too much Tony Weston yep. Is maybe the one you think Is that the one he, was, he scores he scores quite a lot but for I, them I, I don't think it's a place Tony For this another stage Tony the season. Not, not, at, not at this stage <laughs> No uh, that's it That's it But no I, I definitely think I feel could do a job But if they've got a young boy Why not If the If the game's If they're 1, 2, 3 now up tomorrow And And they fancy throwing somebody on Why not Because the boy but, Lowry's came Done well And showed yep. that he's good enough well, Fashion Sakala's got 7 league goals That's only 3 fewer than Kamar Roof 
You know, he didn't get the winner in the cup tie last week, no matter how much you might romanticise <laughs> over it. It was a known goal, yeah. but he's got seven league goals, uh-huh. and five of them where against Motherwell. I played. Well, there you are. I was going to say everything he hit. There was a couple of deflections, I think, but everything he hit, and he was electric, and he's he's really good. But again, he played off the left that day. He's rapid. He's got great feet. Get good skills, but roof roof last week. Brought what Morelos brought before People were worried about Morelos But Roof was backing into people Holding it His work ethic was massive last week wasn't yeah. it Grafting Getting in the box Doing exactly what a top striker should do And they mm. need that And if not then They need somebody like Alfield coming Holding the ball Retaining it And just being able to keep Keep attacks going This has not been lost on a few people on Twitter Who've sent me this today That you know Fashion Sakala Scores against Motherwell for fun Just like Cedric Eaton before him yeah. Rangers seem to have these players Who particularly Against Motherwell Don't even need to be in the team Don't need to be scoring um, But A claret number rag to a bull well, So to speak If Fashion Sakala's <laughs> got five goals Against Motherwell already You can play him tomorrow surely Well I, I would uh, As I say Seven league goals Five against Motherwell However he's just Only three fewer than Kamar Roof With the greatest respect To your team the Motherwell match is not the most important one I would submit I would say uh, Leipzig in Germany uh, And then of course the Celtic game on the 1st of May Which may or may not be the equivalent yep. of a league title decider Is it that damaging Dominic? I mean you've said that news today That means you think the league's over Is it that bad? Can't find any hope in there? Well, it's, well Gordon you, you think that You've talked about youth players. How many players can you bring in for this time of the season? Um, if there's ones you can think that they'll do a decent job, I don't know if you've got to give them a chance, but at this time of the season, it's critical. For me, there's no, nobody there in the youth that can come in. They'll, you've got to basically use as much as you're disposable. So for me, because obviously Morelos is out for the mm. rest of the season. Um, Sakala is better on the wings than he is going through the middle because you've seen the game the, the game that I can't mind who it was recently but when he was put up top he was was it, a, was it Braga? Yeah and he was it looked as if he was lost um, so I, I'm thinking for the Leipzig Leipzig game I would take that more seriously mm. I'd focus on that than the league because, and go over there and get hopefully get a draw and then bring them back to Ibrox that's about I, I, I don't see how Dominic was Respect. I don't see how you can give up on the league <laughs> overnight. <laughs> no you know, you 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 Celtic going to Dingwall on Sunday. Uh, you've got pressure on Celtic in that game, and you've got Rangers against Motherwell. As I say, Motherwell, good luck to them. They made the top six, but for long periods in the season, it's been mediocre for Motherwell. And in a weird way, Tony mentions he's been part of it. You know, two draws at Ibrox yeah. is. Very good going But a 6-1 defeat at home To yeah. Rangers earlier this season A fashion Sakala By the way we were 1-0 Inspired up back <laughs> We were 1-0 up that game Until about 43 minutes And then they scored two straight away So If the you keep it half time You never know this, but this weekend Tony Has that pivotal look about it Absolutely you, you cannot overlook the fact That in the space of 24 hours Rangers I suspect Will win And win comfortably At Motherwell and then at half past two in Sunday afternoon, Celtic have got to overcome mm. Ross County. The, the dropping points in the Highlands is unthinkable for Celtic. You can't you can't look at the next game after the weekend before 
it's Celtic and Rangers you cannot step ahead and skip a game Rangers fans if he puts out a weakened team tomorrow they'll ask for him to be sacked there's no way they can give up on the league I, that's what my point was Give during the season they need to give younger boys chances for moments like this because sometimes in seasons you're going to need it I, sometimes a lot of your players get injured especially towards the tail end of the season and tomorrow Rangers have got a bit of a headache but Sakala's he's, he's a striker who has scored goals his career maybe from the wing but I think against any team outside Celtic Rangers should have enough with five, six, seven injuries to to cope to cope yes uh, alright thank you to Dominic what about John in Cambus Lang John how big a blow is that news today hey, I'd heard the rumours yesterday about it so it's, it is a bit of a blow it just seems to be one of these players at Rangers where he starts to do well and he gets injured again and Maybe need to redress that or the summer and maybe bring another striker in. But for tomorrow, I know what you're saying, go on with Sakala, but if you go with Sakala and he gets injured, we get into Europe, give him no uh, strikers because yeah. that's not in the Euro, Euro squad. That's right. So, I mean, it's the boy Weston has scored goals for the B team and doing well. And I know it'd be a big thing starting him, but I'm not getting up in the league, but you've got to look at the bigger picture sometimes and you've got to utilise the squad and playing Weston I know Hugh thinks it's kind of a foregone conclusion beating Morrowell tomorrow so why not give him a chance uh, and the boy Lowry's got to start tomorrow for me as well uh, I thought he should have started our week but he was injured against St Mirren and I feel we've got to get, if we want to sign him up we've got to give him games because uh, I don't think if he's not playing, his, his agent might be in his ear saying, well, maybe go somewhere else. But I just think uh, we've got to get him signed up. It's a feel-good factor in the eyebrows. And I just feel signing him up, uh, we need to do that just now. But mm-hmm. also, I want to wish all the best to Andy Gorn. I oh, yeah, yep. No, no, listen, don't worry about that. Well said, definitely well said. That's a, a sentiment shared by many. I, I'm I, sure uh, This old Well We've got one here I was just about to say You know We don't see many strikers Come through at Either of, of Glasgow's Big two If you are At that size of a club And you're The sort of Top level of, of the youth team Surely you can be In and around it Surrounded by other good players And whether it's even Coming off the bench They must, they must have players That are at that level I know what you're saying About it being big games But Yeah I mean, Lowry has played and played very well. If Lowry appeared anywhere tomorrow, that would be understandable. But I don't think the the Dutch mentality allows Giovanni van Bronckers to bring in someone who has not had one minute of first team game time when he must respect the fact that the title is not yet over. And at this point about he might get injured, Sakala might get injured, anybody can get injured at Fir Park tomorrow anybody in the Rangers team I think so. that does become a consideration I obviously get what you're both saying that the league is still there you know you, you can't take the, the eye off that just yet but the whole point is you know they've asked for this game to be moved going to try and give a bit more preparation do you, do you definitely risk everyone tomorrow is Ryan Kent and James Tavernier they, they all play yeah, well as Tony said earlier if anything goes wrong tomorrow at Motherwell we've all harped on about mm. the importance of Dingwall for Celtic on Sunday But if anything goes wrong tomorrow For Rangers at Motherwell yeah. It's glee time for Celtic Going to mm. Dingwall so But would, would some Rangers fans Phone us at 5 o'clock tomorrow and say Ah the league was over anyway No no. I think some would you know I think after no. the game at Hamden 
people last Sunday, people began to think mm. Celtic might wobble here. Well, I hate to say I told you so, and I know it's just one man, but PR ninety two says not bothered about the league games. I'll be over the moon with a draw on Thursday and the injured players back for the second leg. Says PR, who's a Rangers fan. Like He's I said, just, just one man's why opinion. Not, why not try and try and get a positive for all of them? Why not go and beat Motherwell and yeah. go and and of course you're right People can get injured anywhere and so on But it, it must still be It must still be running through the manager's head I, 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 If you if you go into Leipzig Already without Morelos and Roof And you have then risked Ryan Kent In a game which for some people Not all as you say But for some people might think That the, the, the gap can't be made up anyway I think Rangers supporters in the main On the back of losing Morelos and Roof would not find it acceptable if you left anybody else out. Uh, yeah. When the the championship was still a viable, arithmetical possibility, I do, I do not think they would settle for there's that. There's another old firm, so there's only three points to be given because you'll expect to win that. Celtic also expect to win that, but it's not as if there's nine, twelve points a gap. It's it's it comes down to one game because you would imagine Rangers would expect to win the old firm and. I think they need to play their strongest squad tomorrow And I think they need to play if, it If you leave people out Tony <clears throat> Then you are encouraging supporters to say You have prioritised You, Giovanni Van yeah. Bronckhurst Have prioritised Getting to a European final yes, yes. It doesn't sound that bad though, does way, it? If you're already six points behind But the yeah. league's a bread and butter mm. they, Yeah they, they, I get that But they're not levelling the points are they? But the embarrassment of your rival beating you to the league Is bigger than yeah. I've seen people saying that they would rather win the league Than the Europa League on Twitter And it's not it's I think they are in the minority now, surely. Yeah, um, John, what about the Kamar Roof thing, John? You sort of touched on it earlier. When the Morelos injury was announced, everyone said this, didn't they? They said there are, there's really two questions here. Firstly, can Kamar Roof perform like Alfredo Morelos? And then the next question was, can he stay fit and available throughout that run? And you know, it's proven not to be the case. In the case. Since he's been at Ibrox, he, he goes on a run of four, five, six games, and he's injured. Four, five, and it's just, I don't know that before they came to Ibrox, I feel that was kind of, he's always had injured the problems, and we've taken a chance on him. And, I mean, on his days, he's a, a great striker. He's, I mean, his goal scoring record for starts is phenomenal, but it's just, I don't know, he's, we, we need somebody else in the summer. I've seen a couple of names linked today, and it's every every summer what Emery Ellis is always in the the transfer window and he's always gonna leave. So it's gonna I think there'll be a big changes at Ibrox this summer. Hopefully they give Giovanni some money to spend. But I know I know what people are saying. I'm not trying to say that the league's gone, but we play players any player could get injured tomorrow, but you've only got one fit striker for Europe. You've got to watch what you're doing, you've got to be careful. That's what I'm saying, you've got to be careful. Because if we go into the game and Thursday with no strikers, it's going to be difficult. It's going to have somebody to... Who are we going to play up front on Thursday if Sakala gets injured? There's, there's nobody. You know what I mean? So I play Sakala for the start tomorrow, but be careful. With it. If we go one, two and a work, we've got to take him off and protect him. That's, that's what I'm saying. Or maybe start that. He'll obviously go against Borrowell as well. So. Oh, I know, I know, John. They all do, honestly. The people have been sending me these on Twitter all day. Thank you to John... In Canvas Lang, it's 01419511025, and it's a great time to get your call in because you could be up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Tony Watt are here Both waiting for your calls On 01419511025 Or your kindest regards on Twitter At Clyde SSB We've been taking calls on New injury news for Rangers How big a blow it is How they get around it What type of priority will be placed on tomorrow Uh, And of course it is tomorrow It was meant to be Sunday Um, But Giovanni Van Bronker says Moving the Motherwell game forward 24 hours Is a huge help to his team he does, however, acknowledge Graham Alexander's men are tough opposition. Well, it's, it's, help, uh, it's helping me us a lot. I mean, it's uh, it's one day extra, so we have one day extra more to to prepare for Leipzig. Also, one day extra rest. So, I'm really really happy. Everyone involved in in getting the game back on Saturday in in in, in improving it. So. Uh, you know, it's a big game for us, a big game for Scotland as well. So um, happy we have the we we're playing tomorrow to finish in the top six. You know, it's a, a great accomplishment of the of the team. You know, we uh, the last home game we had, we were tuned up, and then they came back really well in in the game. So it's um, all, all games are tough, and uh, we have to be ready and prepare well, like we always do for games, and uh, make sure we get the points tomorrow. It might give them one extra day to prepare for Leipzig And one extra day's rest But it's one day less for the trip to Fir Park Are they taking Motherwell lightly, Hugh? Quite right too <laughs> How uh, dare you <laughs> So, you know, Motherwell, as I say, good luck to them uh, Good luck to them? One ten, patronising One ten, drawn ten, lost thirteen uh, You know, they've, they've got there by the skin of their teeth But I don't think that Giovanni Van Bronckers can prioritise I think he has to take... Each game on its merits Each competition on its merits And he has to go there tomorrow And start addressing the goal difference Between Celtic and Rangers And I think uh, he's got the players Who can do that Is that the reality of it Tony? You you know You look at Leipzig and and say that Rangers need an extra rest for that If that means sacrificing a day's rest for Motherwell Hedging their bets that they can can do that No I think When was old from Sunday? Yeah so it's five days Five days is more than enough I think they've probably thought We don't need six days There's going to be one Extra Just kind of even it out And It makes sense I don't think it's any disrespect To Motherwell But If you're at a club at Rangers You should expect to beat every team So they They see Leipzig as a team That's going to challenge them So they're going to focus on that I get that But They need to watch what's in front of them first For sure uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting Graham Alexander has some interesting thoughts on it We'll hear from him on that topic fairly soon um, Let's bring in Jim first though I want to get back to the phones Jim's in Rutherglen What's your reaction to that injury news today, Jim? Is that is that a huge blow? I mean, some of the other callers were fairly deflated by it Are you feeling a bit more optimistic? Um, ah, well, that's actually the reason I phoned in Good evening, guys um, It was a bit doom and gloom The injury's obviously on the ideal But we've got cover there and I'm not into this prioritising uh, tomorrow's game. I'm sorry, prioritising Thursday's game over tomorrow. They're both huge. Tomorrow's a huge game, and I think for next week, Arfield is the best to go into the centre forward position because he's he's, um, he's the best we've got left with his back to goal and a place to Cala uh, tomorrow. We we'll still get Wee Davis that could come in for a great cameo at the end of the season to cover for Ramsey. So it's no ideal, but we've got plenty of cover. Yeah, uh, Stephen Davis. Hugh is obviously He caught the eye didn't he When he, he came on last week Yeah He's a terrific player uh, An illustrious career He could play tomorrow uh, And play against Celtic We'll see what happens In the European tie in between um, But You know the, the, the caller is perfectly correct that, that, You know it, 
It's significant when you have Morelos out for the rest of the season. It's significant when Kamar Roof has to drop out at this particular juncture. And because Ramsey is a superstar name, it's always a big story when he drops out. However, it's not as if Rangers are bereft of cover. They just have mm. to go and move the pieces yeah. about the, the, the chessboard. I mean, they certainly are short of it, whether it's bereft or not. They're short in an attacking sense. Tony, see when you talk about players who, you know, if you are a midfielder and you're asked to sort of step in and play that false nine or whatever, what what is it you're looking for? Is it Scott Arfield that's the most suited to that? Is it Joe Aribo? Is yeah, it someone else? I think he just touched on it well there. Arfield's really good with his back to goal. Obviously, it's a lot deeper when he plays in the middle, but I wouldn't have any problem with putting him up front, especially in Europe, where you want to keep as much of the ball as possible. Against Motherwell, I reckon they'll probably go put an Eaton or a Sakala up. And like people said, if you don't want to risk Sakala getting injured, rest him and leave him for midweek. Put put Eaton up front and going back to what was said there about the, the midfield. If you've got Steve Davis coming in to replace somebody that needs a rest, then I've no sympathy for you. <laughs> it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine. What did you make of him when he came on last week? Sensational. He's 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 a different level. He's He's a world-class operator and he came on and just controlled the game and he wasn't on for long but he just shows his class straight away and again, I've no sympathy for somebody that's headache is having Steve Davis to replace somebody. Imagine, Tony, if Rangers did drop anything tomorrow because they had prioritised or rotated or whatever and then Celtic lost on Sunday. The, oh. the fans would react in a very bad way. So everybody, would, everybody looking on would say, "What an idiot for not prior, not prioritizing that." You need to prioritize the next game, especially at a club like that. It's it's the league's not done until it's mm. mathematically yeah. over. Yeah, Jim, it's all very different challenges, though, isn't it, Jim? For Park, Celtic, Leipzig, you still confident of coming through all those different challenges with the attacking options that are left? Um. I just to this extent I mean last week was a huge week in the beginning of last week before we played it um, away to St Mum we kind of thought this week could make or break us if we um, were out of Europe and we out the Scottish Cup but we are where we are I mean big teams at the end of the season playing big matches everybody else I think Leipzig's got three key guys out for the first leg I'm sure I read that somewhere as well so everybody's just you've got to make day and that's where your manager um, is, proves his worth isn't it yeah, I guess so And of course we, we're speaking about that game being moved uh, You know, brought forward the day Last I checked, Leipzig still had a fairly chaotic uh, fixture list themselves So they play Union Berlin tomorrow um, On to Rangers on Thursday So the same length of break, if you like, going into the first leg But they then play Monday, Thursday Just after that, Hugh So between, yeah. you know, but before they go to before they come here to Glasgow on the Thursday They actually play a league game on the Monday night Well I'm not going to Minimise the The importance of that But Rangers played two Games back to back That went to extra time One in Europe One in the Scottish Cup And one both So It's not necessarily The case that That players simply cannot peak in quick succession like that uh, Thank you to Jim Let's bring in Frank And see what he's got on his mind Hi Frank Hi Gordon I hope you're well um, you. Evening Hugh Spoke to you many times And first time speaking to Tony Who gave me one of the best nights of my life On my birthday 
7th of November. Um, so thank you, Tony, for what, that. What happened that night, Frank? I've not heard much about that one. Uh, it was that long ago. I tell you, put it this way: it was a, it was a midweek night, and then I was at home at five in the morning because of Tony. Yeah, I'm shy. He doesn't like to talk about it, Frank. You see? Yes. No. 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 So, um, yeah. Cheers for that. But my, my point is, I've listened to the show for the first half an hour, and Gordon, you're a Motherwell fan. You must be sitting there in a bit of disbelief, and, and obviously Tony played with Motherwell for the first part of the season. The way I've listened to it, Hughes basically got. Well, they will hammer tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I know it was his comment about the goal difference, Frank, that annoyed me, but I just, thought I'd let just, it slide. Just, just absolute. I'd love to know if you. I mean, I've spoke to you many times and I respect you massively, but unless I'm wrong, Motherwell have not lost two games against Rangers this season. Rangers have beaten once. Okay, it was a hammering at Fur Park. And Celtic, you've got Celtic going up to the islands and struggling. Um, and Ross County and Mullerwell on the same points. Celtic have played Ross County three times in the league and beat them three times. Granted, once was a 97-minute um, world-class goal <laughs> Tony Ralston, but we were down to 10 men. I just I don't get the theory you're coming out with here. You've got it. I know you're trying to build it up. You're a journalist and all that. But the way I see it, I said to your producer, the way I see it, most Celtic fans will see it. Last weekend was a disappointment. We've moved on. We won the next two league games. We're effectively champions maybe minus a bit of goal difference, but we'll be there. And I think Celtic are going up to the Highlands with a squad that's strong. It's great that um, the big big Greek gods back and um, Carter Vickers is fit. And I think we'll go up there with a team that's only dropped two league points since Boxing Day. And yeah, I, I'm highly confident and I just don't get the theory that Rangers are going to turn up at Motherwell tomorrow minus their two main strikers. And mine is the best sign in Scottish football in 20 years, according to the media. Um, I just don't get it. I don't get your thought process at all. Um, yeah, it'll be tough at Ross County, but we're Celtic. Is Ange, Callum McGregor, Tum, uh, Tumble, Taylor, everybody says, we just need to focus on winning our games and the league's done. That's why I said, if Celtic win on Sunday, it's jingle bells. If Celtic lose on Sunday, it's alarm bells. Because, Frank... On the back of a defeat to Rangers in the Scottish Cup If Celtic were to lose in Dingwall And then have Rangers as their next game It would Unsettle, unnerve Even a man like yourself With uh, unswerving belief in his team However yeah, I, I, th- I think Frank's question is Why are you so Why are you so convinced that The likelihood of, of Celtic struggling Is greater than that of Rangers struggling? Because Given that as Frank says Motherwell and Ross County Are level on points Motherwell's record Against Rangers This season's better Than Celtic's uh, Than Ross County's Is against Celtic I, I just believe First of all At Fair Park tomorrow Motherwell will put up a, a, a game fight of it But Kevin Van Veen Top goal scorer With eight They don't score <coughs> They just don't score uh, And I could <coughs> He's no, it, I'm talking about current, current oh, Motherwell okay, current players. Aspects, I beg sorry. your pardon. Current sorry. Motherwell players. You cannot go on the park tomorrow for Motherwell. If you go on the park tomorrow for Motherwell, it's one heck of a story. I, I think you. I, I I agree with you. I think Rangers have come off a high of beating Celtic last week. Motherwell's an easier ride to Dingwall than to Dingwall for Rangers. You're talking like physically the journey? Yes. I think. Right, okay, they're clutching the trip, here, Frank. The trip to Dingwall. Is a lot harder than the trip to Motherwell, and Ross County's form is much better than the Motherwell's. And Dingwall is a trickier place for most teams to go. Frank, than for Park, I think. Frank, last week I 
predicted Celtic to beat Rangers in the Cup And everyone of course jumps on your case when that doesn't happen Ah there you go again, <laughs> lousy predictions I tipped, I tipped Celtic to beat Rangers Because in their previous 33 domestic matches Not one of them had been lost by Celtic And after the beating they gave St Johnston I took Celtic to win against Rangers at Hamden And I'm sure Frank that you went to Hamden Or you watched the game Believing that Celtic would win So that's what happens in life Frank I happen to think that Motherwell will lose to Rangers tomorrow Fair enough I mean I think I mean I can understand the logic And it's always a venue that We sometimes think Right Tricky going up to Dingwall But the way I see it We have dropped two points Since Boxing Day Last week was last week Yes it was massively disappointing You're right I was expecting us to win um, we never um, and, and Rangers on the final and that, that's beyond us if we return to the form we showed against St Johnston and may I add um, Ross County when we beat them 4-0 then I think we should get the three points and put us three points closer to the um, regaining our title back Jingle bells see what I mean Frank Jingle <laughs> bells you can back on tomorrow, uh, Monday night if the games have been decided then and, and we'll see what's what but I'm telling you Rangers will beat Motherwell I've got your back Frank And what, what about him saying Motherwell don't score enough When they've got seven more Than Tony's Dundee United team In the league honestly He's so selective Frank I'll keep him right 01419511025 Good time to call We'll speak to you next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Tony Watt Are here It's 01419511025 On the phones it's at Clyde SSB on Twitter The biggest game of the weekend Arguably Depends what part of the country you're from But we can actually have a title decided tonight It could be decided in the championship Depending what happens at Rugby Park It should be an absolute cracker Let's check in there with Andrew McLean Yeah, forget about Motherwell against Rangers And Ross County against Celtic And all the rest of them as well Surely this is the biggest game of the weekend As you say And it's only Friday night as well It's simple for Kilmarnock As we know, a win for them And they seal a return to the Premiership At the first time of asking With a game to spare as well And that's something that didn't look too likely Earlier on in the season When Tommy Wright was in charge But since Dennett McInnes came in They picked up the most points in the league And Kyle Lafferty has been influential After signing as well He's got 8 goals in 12 Championship matches However if our broth can get the win tonight they put themselves top of the table and in the driving seat with one game left to go and I don't think there's anyone that would have thought they'd be within touching distance of promotion right at the end of the season but it's a real credit to the job Dick Campbell has done what these part-time players have delivered week in, week out and he insists that they'll remain part-time if they go up next season and I'm looking forward to seeing the installation process of VAR at Gayfield as well if that happens because that could be uh, pretty tricky but whatever happens tonight there'll be big consequences and high drama and I'm looking forward to it all playing out as for team news well Kilmarnock they line up in a 3-5-2 tonight it's Hemming in goal the back three Ewan Murray Taylor and Stokes the midfield five McGinn, Alston, Lyons, Fraser Murray and McKenzie and it's Ollie Shaw and Kyle Lafferty up top we don't have an Arbroath team yet but I will get that to you as soon as I can but plenty of nerves and excitement ahead of this one I was speaking to our father and son John and John outside to see how they're feeling I've been nervous all day I was done earlier on I think uh, but I'm feeling pretty confident I think we'll do alright What about yourself? Aye, much the same really much the same 
I mean, was there a point in the season where automatic promotion maybe looked as if it was beyond you when things in the first half of the season weren't weren't going as well? Obviously, just the, the difference in manager. Eh? When they brought the new manager in, there's a bit more hope, but maybe at the start of the season there wasn't obviously as much optimism until the new manager came in. There's obviously still another game left after this, but how important do you feel it is to just get the job done tonight and not have to have that worry next weekend? I think having the fans here tonight and having a sellout, I think uh, I think it's the time and, and uh, the time to do it. Destiny, I think. How big is that? Obviously, expecting about what thirteen thousand or so in the stadium tonight feels like a Premiership club, doesn't it? And that's where you want to be, and you feel that's where you belong. Uh, I think the the crowd will obviously be massive tonight. Um, I've never saw it with this much attendance before. So hopefully, I'll obviously be back in the Premiership next year. Will this feel kind of like it's back to when you know when Steve Clark was in charge and there was European games and there will be a, a bigger crowd in here? It's going to be that same type of atmosphere tonight, I think, I, uh, and, and hopefully we. Hopefully we bring it home. I mean, Andrew, we're still a good bit away from kickoff. Is there already that buzz about it? You get the sense of a big occasion down there? Yeah, I mean, I walked from my car to the stadium. It was a couple of hours before kickoff then, and there was already hundreds, if not thousands, of fans floating about, which you wouldn't really see at any other championship fixture that long before kickoff. But these Kilmarnock fans, you know, they, they've sold out their three sections of the stadium today, and, and they're excited. They're feeling that buzz. They want to get back to the Premiership. They feel that the club is heading in the right direction under Derek McInnes. And you heard. John and John there, they seem pretty confident and I think that is the general feeling around supporters at the moment, they are confident that they can get the job done tonight but don't overlook our broth, they've been surprising people all season and you wouldn't put it past them doing it again tonight and taking it to the final game of the season because the job Dick Campbell and what his players have done this season is fantastic Yes, it should be an incredible night I've certainly never looked forward to an Arbroath game as much in my life, I don't think uh, Janice is a Killy fan from Clyde Bank are you going down to the game tonight, Janice? I'm sitting outside Rugby Park right now. How are the nerves? Yeah. Oh, my, my guts are jumping. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm a Kelly fan, so I've been here before, trust me. Yeah, how's that yeah. feeling about it, Hugh? Like, everything that is riding on it. I mean, promotion to the Premiership, that speaks yeah. for itself. Two different sets of, of pressures, if you like. Kelly being the, the favourites, the big budget, expected to go up or both. Yep. Underdog, everyone's fairy tale. You know, it, it's got the ingredients of a really special occasion. Janet's uh, internal problems are created by the fact that they've played each other three times this season already. A broth have won two of them, and the other game was a draw. But if you're talking about stature, profile, Kilmarnock full time, the Red Lichties are part time and will remain so even if they go up. Uh, Billy Bowie, the Kilmarnock owner, and Derek McInnes, the commandment manager, will understand that it is important that they are seen to assert themselves, win the title for Janice and the other supporters at Rugby Park. I want to know, Janice, why a paper hanky supports Kilmarnock. I, I'm, I'm originally from Irvine. I work in Living Clyde Bank now, Hugh. Right. Um, but I'm from Irvine. My dad was a Kelly fan. I'm here with my nephew and my great-nephew. So it's it's a it's a family thing. And... Um, like I said, I was there and I was there at the Nathanique's draw against Hamilton the last game of the season when the late great Tommy Burns was was the manager and so I've been here before. But you know, I'll not take away for the 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 job that our both have done because they've played really, really well and but I really want them to come up through the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the, the way most Kelly fans feel. You know, you can 
appreciate the job they've done But not want it to be at your expense um, How Are you confident Janice? I know you're talking about you know the nerves are there You look at the, the form at home I know the Friday nights haven't been great Every time the TV cameras come But generally speaking at home recently Kyle Lafferty's only played 12 games And he's done enough to be in the shortlist for player of the year Can you find confidence in all that stuff? The biggest confidence boost I got tonight Was seeing Rory McKenzie back in the starting lineup Because he bleeds blue and white He bleeds Kelly So he'll come into the midfield And he'll give something that will be We missed it in Inverness And that's running and going forward And no side to side um, So that... I am confident. I think the boys will get it over the line tonight. My my youngest nephew um, thinks it'll be three one to Kelly, so he's not often wrong. <laughs> what are the boys' names? Uh, Theo and William. Theo and William. Hope you have a brilliant night, lads. Hope you really enjoy it. We can't wish them too too well, Hugh. We well, need to be. We need to give a bit of support for the Red Lifties as well. Janice, what's your favourite um, piece of local knowledge about our broth? Uh, oh, Tutty's nuke is the pub across the road Well apparently yeah. they were all gathered outside there Wishing the team bus well as it Janice, departed Janice as a former paper hanky To our current paper hanky Would you like me to do Kelly a real favour And tip our broth to win? That would be great Hugh <laughs> if, if you could do that that would be good Red Lichties will win He's already been getting it tight for his predictions So far Tony how, how good an occasion is this going to be? Sensational I couldn't think of a better manager to be wrapped up in it either. Dick Campbell, I think he's my spiritual god. I think he's, <laughs> I just love anything I see with him anywhere. I just love clicking on it and watching. I think the guy's an absolute hero of a man. The bunnet's been called many things in his life. Tony Watts, spiritual, spiritual god. god. He's wow. my spiritual animal. I was <laughs> that, but I didn't know if the, if the context was right. I, I think um, that would have been better, but listen, the, the, both will count. Um, the big crowd. It's going to be as big as we've seen, you know. It's the three ends of, of Kilmarnock sold out are both bringing a healthy travelling support. Two thousand. Does that all go in, in Kelly's favour, or does that bring its own pressure if it if it starts nervy, Tony? No, I, I think probably if Kelly don't score early, it brings a lot of pressure because our both just from the outside seem like a team that thrive off being different to everybody. And I think the longer the game goes, the the more comfortable they will get. And no, it's an amazing occasion. It's. It's exactly what we need for our game you up know, here. It's you know great. Friday night, a championship match, the second tier of Scottish football. A team who will have supporters making a 250 mile round trip to be there. 2,000 of them on the Friday night. Kilmarnock have sold out all of their tickets. How good is that for Amazing. our yeah. game? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think on a side point, there should be more Friday night and Monday night football up here because a couple of weeks ago, our Dundee Derby or the Edinburgh Derby weren't on TV. Yeah, both on a Saturday, wasn't it? Lots of people would sit and watch that. And Yeah, the Championship Friday night cards have been good this season. This yeah. could be the best of the lot. We do finally have in our both teams, so let's quickly squeeze that in with Andrew. Yeah, Tony's spiritual god has picked Derek Gaston <laughs> in goal. It's a back four of Colin Hamilton, Ricky Little, Chris Hamilton and Thomas O'Brien. In midfield, Nicky Lowe, Scott Stewart, Michael McKenna, Luke Donnelly and James Cregan. And it's Jack Hamilton up top for them tonight. Really looking forward to that one. Janice, William, Theo, enjoy the game. It's time for us already to play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football.
Beat the pundit time Hugh Evans has played many times Lost many times And it was on his last performance on Beat the Pundit Where Tony Watt surprised everybody He just comes in here He plays laid back And bang It was a 7 wasn't it? Was Absolutely it? I'm sure you, you destroyed your opposition the last time he's, he's better than you'd think Hugh Keevans He's a dark horse around here. He's a dark horse Anyway it's 01419511025 If you want to play Beat the Pundit Call now Call before 7 And you could be up next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Tony Watt and Hugh Keevans are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB We've been hearing a bit about Rangers injury Headaches ahead of this weekend And beyond No Kamar Roof or Aaron Ramsey For the next few games And that seems to include Leipzig and Celtic By the way Not just the trip to Motherwell uh, We have of course been to Rugby Park What an occasion That's going to be a sellout in the Kelly end A couple of thousand are both fans Kelly win tonight they're promoted The title is in the bag Anything else Takes it on to next weekend So you won't want to miss Any of that Keep your calls coming We've got some interesting stuff Still to come from Ange Postacoglu We'll hear from him And we might Might get round to talking about Mark McGee with no clothes on If we can handle it Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football did you hear Beat the Pundit last night Hugh Keevans? I did Disgraceful I thought The the, the behaviour Of Marvin Bartley And Gordon DL Was unacceptable They bullied the poor contestant Laughed that at him Ridiculed him Kicked him off the show To be fair he was rotten Ah still I didn't like it It made me feel uneasy What about Chris and Dumbarton? You'll be getting better treatment tonight Chris I promise you These two are gentlemen oh, That's good to hear Are you confident? Um, Fairly Fairly Ooh, well, I think that's the Perfect amount of confidence If you ask me Heads it will be Hugh Keevans Tails it will be Tony Watt Don't be fooled Got a 7 last time he was on Oh and he's up again It's Tails It's Tony up against Chris and The questions are I think they're quite tough tonight uh, So let's give Tony Watt Some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't hear us uh, Chris 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And you're welcome to pass If you don't know okay Okay Let's no go problem. 30 seconds starts now Name the only Scottish club Phil Bardsley played with Rangers Name either Celtic manager During the last season The club didn't win Any domestic honour Tony Mowbray How many Scottish clubs Has Lyndon Dykes played for Two Who's the younger Between Craig Gordon And Alan McGregor Craig Gordon Who permanently managed Ross County Immediately before Malky Mackay Oh Stuart Kettlewell Clyde FC Will ground share Next season With which Scottish Championship club Falkirk Okay let's bring Tony oh, back no. Tony can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions Are you ready? Right, I'm ready I know it's been a while 30 seconds Just answer as many And if you don't know You're fine to pass And we move on to the next one Okay 30 seconds on the clock then And your time starts now Who's the only Scottish club Phil Bardsley played with? Uh, Rangers Name either Celtic manager During the last season The club didn't win Any domestic honours uh, John Barnes How many Scottish clubs Has Lyndon Dykes played for? Uh, two Who's the younger Between Craig Gordon And Alan McGregor? Craig Gordon Who permanently managed Ross County Immediately before Malky Mackay? Uh, Stuart Kettlewell Clyde FC will ground share Next season with which Scottish Alan. Championship club Name the only SPFL side Who voted against The introduction of VAR Time's up Time's up Time's up Chris how do you think that went? 
Oh, I've done. He's done me in the last question. I'm not sure. I thought I thought Chris was really good first and foremost. I knew Tony would be good, um, but Chris was decent. Let's find out the damage. The only Scottish club Phil Bardsley played with is Rangers. You both got it. Either Celtic manager from the last season, the club didn't win any domestic honour. Tony Mowbray or Neil Lennon? Were you there at that time? No, I signed. Are you sure? Probably about a year after Ah, I'll let you away with that then Uh, Right 2-1 to Chris and Dumbarton Lyndon Dykes has played for two clubs Queen of the South and Livy Craig Gordon is younger than Alan McGregor So we're still level No we're not sorry Chris is still one in front Uh, You both went for Stuart Kettlewell But it's John Hughes You came in after Stuart Kettlewell Um, Clyde will ground share With Hamilton Tony Watt equalises He's been keeping up to date on the news And Tony had the chance to win it Because he got one more question in But he froze Didn't give us anything So we know that he didn't get it right Name the only SPFL side Who voted against VAR Morton Greenock Morton The only one of the 42 sides was Morton And there we have it So it means we're off to a tiebreaker Like these Producer Callum get the calculator out Because it's your, it's usually a, a closest two So I'm going to read the question I'll get Tony to write his answer down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt Chris okay Okay <laughs> question is this how many current Scottish Premiership players are from either a North or South American country just take a guess how many current Scottish Premiership players are from a North or South American country Tony show me your paper please hope he's not trying to count them because we'll be here until midnight okay Chris what's your attempt 18 (laughs) this is really good and I feel really sorry for one of you Tony said 16 Chris said 18 The answer is 19 Well done Chris The same ball is on its way Do you know what? 16 was so much closer than I thought you were going to get And he still got inside Incredible you got to to take your hat off to that Brilliant Well done Chris Thank you He's gutted by the way You should see the look in his face Chris You've ruined them <laughs> Great That's okay Good man That was Chris and Dumbarton Oh you don't mind losing to that It's that like a penalty shootout isn't no, it No that, that's worse I think You think so I'd rather be trying Oh there's not it. much you can do about that though No that's worse for me He gets one off On the tiebreaker I wouldn't even know where to start with that Hugh Keevans What would you have gone for Be honest Um, No No I met going higher Yep I met going at the 20s I, do, I don't know how a Lanarkshire boy Doesn't know that Clyde are going to share No he got that right got that. It was Morton he didn't get Morton. I didn't know it was Morton. Oh, Somebody said get. it was Rangers But obviously you That's just Twitter isn't it Twitter, no. I, Exactly I thought I'm not saying that out loud Because that's, I look like an idiot because And I'm now you've said it out loud I think that's just the sort of group chats That you're involved no, I, I'm in I'm saying that I'm I'm too smart to be fooled by that Oh right right yeah. got you Okay just just double checking uh, When I saw 16 on Tony's paper I thought that he's got that No one's got, He's not getting closer But fair play Christendom Barton well done to you Right 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Really looking forward to kick off At Rugby Park It will be Jumping Certainly Andrew McLean telling us It's already uh, Filling up at the moment So we're looking forward to that one Let's hear a bit from Ange Postacoglu Shall we He was speaking today Ahead of the return Of league action uh, He says Nothing's changed With regards to his side's mentality After suffering their first domestic defeat In six months last weekend They are determined to get back to winning ways On Sunday at Ross County From our perspective Nothing's really changed uh, Whether we won last week Or didn't win last week Our processes will still be the same And that is to Give feedback to the guys About our Previous game's performance And then uh, 
you know, move on pretty quickly. We've done that all year and it's been a similar week. You know, I understand that obviously the the, the result was disappointing last week and, um, you know, meant that we were out of the cup. But ultimately, um, in terms of the league, nothing really changed for us after the weekend. Uh, we know that there's five games to go beginning this weekend and every game is going to be its own unique little challenge and uh, we just got to be ready for it. You know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't sense uh, within the group that there was any hangover from from the result when we got back into training. Um, you know, they're disappointed. Of course, they're disappointed. Everyone was disappointed. But at the same time, um, you know, they understand that what needs to happen from after you know a result like that is that you put your energies in a positive way to to the next game. Let's bring in Martin, who's a Celtic fan from Edinburgh. Uh, feeling pretty confident about this weekend, Martin. I am indeed. I just, if it's all, I was just hoping to spend a minute or two on, on reflecting on last weekend and then, then get stuck into what I anticipate happening in the remainder of the league campaign. Take it away. Um, so last weekend, quick reflection. Lots and lots been said about you know the, the who, who played well in the day and, and who didn't play quite so well. With, with most of the most of the chat being that you know Rangers were excellent and Celtic were poor. Um, my personal opinion on it is I've been at lots and lots of um, Celtic Rangers games over the years where I've, as a Celtic fan, I've watched it through through the cracks of my hand and, and feared the worst but that wasn't the case at the weekend I went in the game super confident and the only time my, my confidence level really dropped was when that second goal went in um, 64 minutes we, we go ahead in the game and, and it wasn't unfair for us to go ahead I thought you know, there was nothing in the game prior to that it was a very equal game and, and, and that shows in the stats as well with the shots the shots on target the corners the possession and just the general feeling amongst the fans of the game so we go ahead 64 minutes 68 we miss an absolute sitter and then your Rangers get the break of the ball in 78, albeit they were in a dangerous position of the, uh, the pitch, but they get the break of the ball and, and get the equaliser and the nerves kick in a little bit at that stage, but got the extra time and, and not feeling super confident about necessarily getting the winner. Um, Celtic were starting to play a, a slower pace at that point, but it wasn't until 140 minutes, six minutes before the end of the game, I thought Rangers are likely to, to walk away victors, so nothing in that game for me, and the man of the match, I don't want to talk about the rest, but the man of the match was uh, six fouls, three yellow cards. So had he not stayed on the park, who knows what the outcome might have been. And, and that's just in reaction to his comments earlier in the week about the referee and the influence on the game. Um, what I would say about that, because I lot's been said this week about you know Celtic tiring in the game, and, and that was the case earlier in the season as a, as a fan that goes week in, week out. I was concerned earlier in the season, but not in the second half of the season. We finished game strongly. And that 11, 12, 13, 14 players that are featured most weeks, you know, they are... They are um, energy levels have stayed strong but, but where we really struggled at the weekend was six substitutions and we wouldn't ordinarily look to make six substitutions but three of those were forced and some of our more influential players had to go off and those six that came on five of those six were not match fit and, and that was what, what made the difference as opposed to being a Celtic team that, that would tire um, and you know fair play to Rangers and, 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 and you know they, they came in the back and played a long game during the week and, and, and uh, managed to finish strongly to, to my main point my main point on the league uh, I cannot believe the overreaction after one defeat in 34 games. I think a couple of minutes ago it was said that Celtic hadn't, had only lost one game in six months. I think it's seven months. It's mid-September to mid-April. So that's the whole October, November, December, January, February, March, half of September and half of April. Seven months, one defeat, 34 games. And yet the suggestion is, if we include the game at the weekend past then we look at the five games that are left in the season, the suggestion is that Celtic will lose four games out of six. I've never heard anything so nonsensical in my whole life. And when we look at the, the league results in isolation for 2022, Celtic's league results in, in that period are 12 victories out of 13 games, a win ratio of 92%. Rangers, by comparison, albeit we have to acknowledge what you know, they've had a great run in Europe, 
and we'll have to commend them for their victory in the Scottish Cup. The league campaign has been deplorable. They've won seven games out of 13, a win ratio of 54%. Now, nobody in their right mind who, who wasn't emotionally attached to Celtic or Rangers would believe the Rangers were going to go out and win five consecutive games in the league and Celtic were going to lose three out of five. It's never happening in a million years. Yeah, They wouldn't need to lose three, remember. But I, I take the point. You're not far off. But just for accuracy purposes, they wouldn't need to lose all three, um, certainly. But you, you understand that from Martin Hugh, that it's... It's the nature of that fixture And that's not to say that it's it's right But that's where it comes from It's always happened The the performance of the, the winning team Can get you know inflated And the, the crisis that the losing team is in Can get exaggerated uh-huh. as well If Ange Postacoglu And the Celtic players Can't manage to find some sort of positives In the fact that they've only lost one game In seven months as Martin says Then there's a, there's a whole lot wrong Martin's done it by the data But it won't be decided by data um, there's a, a human element that comes into play here And it's how you handle it Martin will remember Helicopter Sunday Celtic, by data Celtic, you know, a goal up And not, what, five minutes to go uh, Should have seen it out, but didn't uh, Martin will also remember um, I don't know how old Martin is But you should go back to Davy Hayes' Celtic team in the 1980s Who uh, Apparently had no chance When Hearts played Dundee At Dens Park On the final day of the season Hearts lost At Dundee On the final day of the season And Celtic went to Paisley And ran riot And won the league So Martin Has been very conscientious He's gone through The data And he's Worked out on that basis mm. A human element Kicks in now no, Of course But to be fair to Martin Saying that You know Two big shocks Have happened in 40 years or 30 odd years is not a is not a huge case to build for it happening again is it I, I keep coming back in to terms it. of relevance and how this season's title would actually be impacted you, those are interesting memories but yeah 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 but I, I keep coming back to it you, um, Celtic have got to go there Celtic hated playing at Livingston for four seasons in a row Celtic didn't play well there they lost there um in the early part of the season But then They nailed it They nailed the curse When they went there The last time And they They, uh, they rattled Livingston And were thoroughly deserved Winners They have to go And give a similarly Convincing performance Against Ross County You know Who you know Rangers drew three all There Early in the season I'm just bringing in The human dimension Because People play mind games There are five games to go And people Already are asking Are Celtic beginning to wobble a bit? Yeah but uh, I think that, Is that not Martin's point That they shouldn't be asking that? That's just an, an e-jerk reaction to Sunday Well it, It's all mind games as I say um, You get former Rangers players this morning Saying Oh Celtic might bottle it Or will they bottle it? So As I say Martin has Done it by the data Done it by the numbers But Don't ignore The human dimension Celtic have to go there on Sunday Play as well as they have been playing As Ange Postacoglu said Nothing was lost at Hamden Other than a cup tie Nothing in terms of the league Was affected by the cup defeat So they have to go there And prove that they are Much better than Ross County Martin Yeah I think there's two parts to this I'm old enough to, 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 to talk about Having experienced both those scenarios And the, the, the one way back to David Hayes Was an interesting one Because Hearts, Hearts were on a similar run Hearts Domestically, hadn't lost for a long, long time. 
But that, that came down to a single a single game. The, the, the title was so close that year. It came down to a single game. But Hearts, you know, were expected to to come away with a single point. It, it would have been enough, and, and Celtic weren't expected to score all those goals. There's two scenarios that need to happen here. The first one is that Celtic need to capitulate, and we haven't seen any evidence of that. And the weekend doesn't doesn't make me think any different. There was nothing in that game. Had Rangers turned Celtic over, and, and, and Celtic had really struggled. I think differently. We've had some good news today with regards to the extent of injuries as well. So we go into it with probably the strongest squad we've had the whole season. We've had some of our top players out for a long period, so we've we've got a strongest squad on the back of a sensational run. You know, a, a single narrow defeat over a period of seven months, thirty-four games. There's nothing in that that suggests that there's, there's any reason why Celtic shouldn't come away other than the suggestion that they might bottle it. But the, the, the class that exists throughout that team will get us through the last five games. Now, we're not talking, because a lot's been said this week about Ross County, and I get it, Ross County are the third best team in the league with regards to results. Malcolm McKay's transformed that club. So I go up to Ross County, not overconfident. I, you know, don't, please don't get me wrong, I'm not expecting to go up there and have it easy. There's been no mention of Motherwell. Motherwell are not an, an, an easy place to go, so Rangers are going to Motherwell, and I'm not convinced that they'll go there and, and, and win that game easily. And, and they often struggle at Motherwell. I, I cannot foresee Rangers winning the last five games. Now that's that's me that's me taking off my my, my green glass tinted glasses. There is no chance Rangers win those last five games. If somebody can tell me the last time Rangers won five consecutive league games, I'll be impressed. It's a long, long time ago. So there's two things that would need to happen here. Rangers would need to win the last five games. Never happening. And Celtic would need to slip up in three out of five. Never happening in a million years. Now, I predicted after Motherwell away, a convincing victory against Motherwell away weeks and weeks and weeks ago, Celtic would win the, point, win the league by 10 clear points. I stand by that statement. And it won't take lots for that to happen. We beat Rangers at home. But we win our last five games, which is, which is more, we're more than capable of doing. And Rangers, after a defeat at Celtic Park, slip up again and it becomes 11 points. I'm super confident that will happen. And the chat around... You know, Rangers winning the league is absolute nonsense. Uh, Tony, what's the likelihood that the two scenarios happen that Celtic drop the appropriate points and Rangers win all their, uh, their games? I think he's put a very, very Celtic spin on that, to be honest. I think all that needs to happen is both win this weekend and if Rangers win next weekend, it's down to three points. So you can easily say, aye, it'll be 11 points if... If Celtic beat Rangers and they capitulate and then they lose point, right? Okay, I get that, but it's tight in terms of if both win this weekend, which I would imagine so. Next week's a big game because Celtic ultimately can win it, but mm. Rangers can call themselves right back into it. And I, I get what you're saying about the form. Celtic have been brilliant. They've been steamrolling the league in terms of the form all season, but I don't think Rangers are fools. I don't think Rangers are. Or as, as bad as he's making it out to be yeah, I mean they won five league games in a row in December So it's not oh, We're not going back that far That's a shame that um, It's December To, he's, to find that that, that happened 2011 And it, this is the same team that I don't think it beat last year So They do have it in them They definitely do But I think he's right I think Celtic will win the league That's just my My sensible head on it And But Stranger things have happened Like Hughes Pointed back to these things maybe don't happen for years, mm. but there's a time it comes back around and does happen. This is too dull. You got to jazz this up a bit, Tony. <laughs> exactly. This is a jingle bells or alarm bells. Can Let's get... uh, you'll know elements of, you know, Callum McGregor, for instance, and then you've watched on with interest. I'm sure at what Ange Postecoglou's done. Can you imagine they'll? Can you imagine them being right back at it tomorrow and almost absolutely? I think you know reacting to what happened last week. I think you can see that. I think it showed in the old firm game. 
Rangers went 1-0 up and Cal McGregor half took it by the scruff of the neck and near, like, sort of caused chaos in their box and created the goal and you seen he done a wee talk after the game at Hamden and no, I believe they'll be back firing all cylinders. I do I do understand Hugh's point about going to Dingwall. I, I definitely get it, but I would imagine Celtic win, but I don't think it's a formality. I don't think any of the games are formalities. Mm. I know he's saying Rangers will, Celtic will win all five and then Rangers will slip up. Nobody knows that. It's, it literally comes down to next week and if Rangers win, the title's wide open. If Celtic win, they've won it. That's for me. I don't think this weekend, I'd imagine both to... Escape unscathed 01419511025 Thank you Martin We've got a full time teaser For the guys And more of your calls next Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans And Tony Watt Are here It's 01419511025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB I've got a full time teaser for you That's when you two need to team up Try and come up with the answers Between now and the end of the show And the beauty of it is It's the listeners that send the questions And it was Tony Another Tony Who sent this one in tonight So thank you to Tony Full time At Clyde1.com If you like the thought of that um, Bit of a change in direction this one Eric Ten Hag or Eric Van Dag, or whatever Gordon Diel called him last night, uh, is the ninth Dutch manager to manage in the English Premier League. Can you name the other eight? So can you name, before Eric Ten Hag, the eight other Dutch managers to have managed in the English Premier League? I'll take one each to kick us off. Van Hal. Louis Van Hal, well done. Tony, any that spring to mind? Ronald Koeman. Ronald Koeman. Okay, we'll leave it there, and we'll see if we can get the rest between now and the end of the show. It's full time at Clyde1.com Remember, full time at Clyde1.com We're going to go back to uh, Rugby Park soon I'm absolutely certain uh, of that Let's just squeeze in a bit more from Ange Postacoglu Didn't get this one away before the break He has been full of praise for Ross County He's dismissed the idea that it will be straightforward um, And he feels that they have nothing to lose Which might be an advantage to them When they go to Dingwall on Sunday Ross County have been fantastic, especially um, you know um, second half of the year. Or Melky's done an enormous job with them to to get them uh, into the top six. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough opponent, but again, as I said, we've been pretty consistent uh, in our performances, which needs to continue that. It, it also could mean that you know they play a little bit more freer, which makes them a dangerous opponent. Um, you know, I think I don't know Melky well, but you know the way he's sort of worked that team through the season, I think he'll be pushing them to finish as high as possible in the league. It's pretty tight from sort of fourth uh, to sixth. So, um, you know, I think, um, you know, they'll be a difficult opponent. But I think every game will, will, will have, like I said, it'll have its own little challenges. And uh, what's important for us is that when we play our football and we're, um, you know, we, we show the right intensity and tempo in a game, we're, we're hard to stop whether it's home or away. How big a boost is it to have Giacomakis back available, Tony, for Celtic? Yeah, massive. I think they missed him last week, to be honest. Just an out ball. If they do, they do get pressed. And I think his goal-scoring record's been sensational. And he's been a, a key, key player. But I think he's going to have a headache now between him and Kyogo for that central mm. forward role because both have shown their worth throughout the season, but he only plays with one. And I don't think many of them are... Kyogo showed at the start of the season he's not really suited to the wide one like uh, Maeda Maeda is uh, it's not really appropriate to criticise Kyogo after the season that he's had no. and he was out for months and he was just back so that, that's not my intention however the 
the, the lack of positive impact he was able to have last week I wonder if that means that Giacomacus is actually still ahead of him Tony describes a headache I wonder if for some Celtic fans it, it, it's still very much Giacomacus' jersey to lose When Kyogo come on for a cameo appearance against St Johnston uh, He made a goal with a terrific pass He very nearly scored the goal And you thought this guy is just going to pick up where he left off Against the uh, Rangers it was anonymous So which one will stand up on Sunday? Um, Giacomacus was missed because Jota, Maeda, Abada were simply too powder puff and lightweight against Rangers at Hamden. Uh, I think Celtic would welcome Giacomacus' presence and I think for that reason he will start the game and Kyogo will come on, if necessary, off the bench. I suppose the only other news was not as positive It's that Juranovic is out for a few weeks. Is that as straightforward as, as bringing Anthony Ralston in? Juranovic has been impressive though. Juranovic has been brilliant. He's so confident, really good on the ball and I think Ralston's probably more defensive but Ralston scored the winner up at Rusk County he last did, time yeah. so again it's not a bad headache to have. Yeah, it's all set up for a cracking weekend in the Premiership, that is for sure. 01419511025 if you want to get your calls in, that would be great. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB and we're really looking forward to this game at Rugby Park. Can't remember looking forward to a Championship game quite as much. It's all set up. Should be a fantastic occasion. Whatever happens, we saw two or both players shortlisted for Player of the Year in that division earlier this week. We saw Kyle Lafferty in there. Uh, having only played 12 league games That perhaps tells you a bit about the Contribution he's made We will go back there Because Andrew McLean is at the ground um, And we'll get a, a flavour of the build up and, and hear a bit more from Rugby Park In fact let's speak to Kevin Who's an Arbroath fan And this shows you the size of the occasion I'm not sure we've ever had an Arbroath fan In my time on this show So uh, no pressure Kevin How are you feeling ahead of tonight? Uh, I'm okay Yeah um, I think we might do it tonight Feeling confident? Well, yeah, you've got to be. You've got to be. It's a, it's a part-time club. It's a total fairy tale. Not even worried about what's going to happen if we get to the Premiership. So, you know, let's let's just live the dream. That's what I say. The thing is, Hugh, that they're not talking about you know a plucky story where they've stayed up there for a few weeks. You know, it's the twenty second of April. Oh. The two games left. They're all season. Hardly anything in it points wise. Advantage or both on the head to heads. Yep. So you can't really be anything less than confident. It would be crazy to to fear this. Although it's Kilmarnock and although there's the crowd and the you know the full time part time stuff cannot be in their head. Can't be in the equation if no. they've already done so well to get to this point. Yeah. I never thought in my lifetime I would see a broth on the verge of rejoining the top flight. They were a top flight club fifty years ago, um, but. Part time in this day and age, getting into the Premiership impossible, or so we thought. And now they are two games away from that becoming a reality. Because you, it takes you back. You were there when they beat Bon Accord. Yeah, thirty-six nil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I left at thirty-two. <laughs> um, but you know, Dick Campbell again, the old hack in me thinks what a great story. A sixty-eight-year-old man who survived prostate cancer who is still so enthusiastic about football, who has this part-time team two games away from the top flight. Incredible. Uh, but 
My heart Says her broth Because It is a fairy tale story It is Quite simply A fairy tale story But my head Says Kilmarnock You can already see Television pictures And it looks full To the rafters It's all Set up Certainly for a A good occasion Tony As a Professional who is obviously full time and has been all these days. I know there's football to be played, but let's let's dream a bit. A part time or both staying part time in the Premiership next season. What do you make of that? Honestly, I would say it's impossible. But again, a spirit animal, big dick. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that on the radio. Sorry, but he. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But it's you. Listen, there are no rules he, uh, on this show. That's good. Well, I won't repeat it. But what I said there. He could make anything happen Honestly I can't believe the job he's done I'm still In shock The table's just gone up behind us To see our broth there Is Are they The only part time team in that league? Yes Second Nine points ahead of third place Is incredible Against Kilmarnock who We all know how big their budget is They've came down They've went out and signed Kyle Lafferty who Is a Very very good SPL player A couple of years ago Was at Rangers he was doing well for Hearts not so long ago either So I'd like to see them do it I think it would be amazing seeing a part-time team up I think that's the classic All the neutrals do uh, And then Kelly uh, know that And they were probably annoyed by that And they want to, to spoil I, it I, I'm thinking about Derek McInnes here uh, You know Top class manager um, Had a terrific career Won a major trophy for Aberdeen Doesn't happen very often that uh, Turned down the Rangers job at one time in his life Uh he knows that everyone expects him to do it tonight. Uh, so there's a, a degree of expectation on Derek McInnes's shoulders, on the shoulders of Billy Bowie, the club's owner. There's no, mm. no weight on Dick Campbell's shoulders yeah. or anyone yeah. else. Uh, they, they've got a free hit. What's your history as an Arbroath fan, Kevin? Are you from that neck of the woods? How how far does it go back? I lived there. Um, my dad grew up. My dad was born. Can I in our both and we we grew up there. We moved over from Ireland and grew up there. Um, and you know, when we were young, if we ever misbehaved during the week, my dad would say, "If you don't behave yourself, I'm taking you to Gayfield on Saturday." <laughs> That's a and punishment. That was, that, that was a punishment. I because it was freezing. It's a horrible place to go, and and to think that you know. We we could be in the Premiership. We could have, you know, a, you know, even if, if my dad had said Celtic are coming on Saturday, that'd be great. I'd be there. Um, but we we could have the big clubs coming to our both, um, and it, it's great for the town. You know, it's 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 great. It's it's a wee town. It's not as thriving as what it used to be. But this this is this would be massive um, for it. Well, there's there's 2,000 coming down tonight Hugh So I don't think they're there as a, a punishment No not at all uh, It's a wonderful wonderful story And it's of immense credit to Dick Campbell That he has created a proper football story as well uh, So as I say My heart says a broth My head says Kilmarnock And Kevin What will Tutty's nuke be like tonight? <laughs> That'd be buzzing But we used to walk along from the Fisherman's Inn which was in the in the high street, so we used to have to embrace the wind <laughs> on our way along um, because it was always it would, it would cut you in half. I think it was Graham Shields that said that um, the wind, uh, our both would cut you in half walking along to the game 
Hugh's just excited, Kevin, that he's finally found a caller who's heard of Tutty's Nuke. His favourite place. He's been <laughs> banging on about it for a couple of weeks. The bonnet is on. Dick Campbell is there. He's adding the finishing touches to his preparations ahead of tonight's game. It's all set up. Let's quickly check in on this teaser. We'll take the break early. We'll go back to uh, Rugby Park for a flavour of the atmosphere with Andrew. Your question tonight is Can you name before Eric Ten Hag? The eight Dutchmen who've managed in the English Premier League You've got Ronald Koeman and Louis van Gaal Frank de Boer Frank de Boer, didn't go too well at Crystal Palace Tony? Rijkaard? No, not the English Premier League When Shearer was there, no? Mm, no, oh, you're getting them mixed up Hullet. Yes, right, Rude You've just seen Dutchmen with mad hair, <laughs> pretty much uh, Rude Hullet, Ronald Koeman, Louis van Gaal, Frank de Boer We will get the rest next And kick off at Rugby Park Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've got some loose ends to tie up on the full-time teaser. We're about to go to Kilmarnock, where the roof should be about to come off as the teams come out the tunnel. But before we do any of that, how about this? Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden Goals It's back in action this weekend Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals Rangers play Motherwell tomorrow Midday And then Celtic head to Dingwall On Sunday Now remember Each goal scored by Rangers and Celtic In those games Means another £250 Added to our Golden Goals total It's already sitting at £28,250 Imagine how many PlayStation games Tony Watt could buy with that And that cash amount Is just going to keep going up and up Someone needs to win the lot At the end of the season So don't leave it till the last minute Get your phone out Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close Saturday 21st of May Scottish Cup final day At 6pm So for your chance to be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 right now Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Let's go to Rugby Park. It is almost showtime. Andrew McLean will take us up to kick-off. Yeah, it's hard to remember a time when Rugby Park was so full. I actually can't remember it being like this in my time covering games, which is slightly shorter than Hugh's journalistic career, but it wasn't even like this most of the time under Steve Clark when they were up in third place in the Premiership. Three stands completely sold out by Kilmarnock fans who've been on their feet, they've been singing, they've been cheering as the team warmed up out there. They've even got a card display on the go in the stand across from me. There's a couple of floors on the pitch as well, which I'm not sure will mix too well with the artificial surface out there. They'll need to get those off the pitch uh, just as the players make their way out the tunnel. But there's a really good travelling Arbroath support to my left as well. A big trip they've had to make for this one on a Friday night, but they'll be equally as excited. They've got two wins and a draw against Kilmarnock this season. They've not conceded to Kilmarnock this season either. And if they can go into next weekend in the driving seat, it would be an unbelievable achievement. As we all know, they're a part-time team. No one gave them a chance of being anywhere near where they are in the league at the moment. And you just look at the two teams as well. That Kilmarnock team, players like Kyle Lafferty, Rory McKenzie, Ash Taylor, so much premiership experience in there. And our both just don't have that. But that hasn't mattered at all this season and I was listening to an interview with Joel Nubley earlier on this week who's at Livingston but sent 
uh, spent the first half of the season on loan at Arbroath and he was saying that Dick Campbell made him feel like Pelly when he was playing at Gayfield and maybe that's why they've managed to overcome the odds time and time again because of the influence of Dick Campbell he was out there during the warm-up he was patrolling he was in his brogues he had his signature black cap on as well he was just soaking in what was happening around him and I'm sure you can hear the atmosphere around me at the moment as the players make their way onto the pitch and you just wonder can Arbroath upset the odds once again or will Kilmarnock be able to bounce straight back up to the top flight once again I'll read out those teams for you just as they make their way onto the pitch it's Zach Henning in goal for Kilmarnock a back three of Ewan Murray, Ash Taylor and Chris Stokes it'll be a midfield five of Stephen McGinn, Blair Alston, Brad Lyons, Fraser Murray and Rory McKenzie and it'll be Kyle Lafferty and Ollie Shaw up top the substitutes for them Sam Walker, Jack Sanders, Lee Hodson, Dylan McGowan, Dean Campbell, Declan Glass, Daniel Armstrong, Chris Burke and Daniel Mackay. As for our growth, Derek Gaston is the goalkeeper for them. The back four, Colin Hamilton, Ricky Little, Chris Hamilton and Thomas O'Brien. In midfield, Nicky Lowe, Scott Stewart, Michael McKenna, Luke Donnelly and James Cragen. And it's Jack Hamilton up top for them. Substitutes bench, Antel, Thompson, Gold, Swanky, Lynn, Ford, Bakari, Whiten and Henderson. And as I look up now, there's more flares on the pitch this time, but they've come from the Arbroath end. So both sets of fans in here trying to create an atmosphere. Of course, we wouldn't recommend that flares are thrown towards the pitch. They have been at the moment. They're just getting cleared at the moment. But just listen to the atmosphere around me. It has that feeling of a huge, huge game at Rugby Park. And by the end of it, Kilmarnock could be a Premiership team once again, or our Broth could be 90 minutes away from being a part-time team in the Premiership. So much to play for tonight, and we're just about to get underway. I cannot wait, Hugh Keevans. Going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, John Beaton is the man in the middle, big-name referee for a big game. How do you see it going? Give us your latest flawless prediction. I promised Janice the paper hanky that I would go for a broth knowing that Kilmarnock would get it and I never go against him again. So good luck to Stephen McGinn. I think that Kilmarnock will get it. There's too much at stake for them not to get it tonight. Tony? One each. Ooh. Takes it on to next week. It makes it exciting next week. I think it's just too close to call. I think a broth have got a better head to head but Kelly know the pitch. Uh, yeah, of course, next week Kilmarnock are away at Wraith Rovers and are both at uh, home Morton, to Morton. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you know, nothing's a gimme. Uh, you know, Doogie Emery's doing a great job at Morton. So Kilmarnock, I think, in their, their heads and in their hearts, want it over and done with tonight. Is that Campbell in the stand? He appears yeah. to be. He's got the bonnet on in the stand. Probably be some sort of suspension, is it? Well, I, I don't know if he's, but he's the just taking the seat. Flares at football matches are an absolute pain. You can barely see the game for the. I mean, you can see it flares. better there. That's just the TV camera. If you're there, it adds to the colour and the excitement. I'm not there, <laughs> and I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> Armchair fan. That's what it is. Uh, right, how did we get on in that teaser during the break? Can you name the eight Dutch managers in English Premier League history? Um, this is in light of Eric Ten Hag's appointment. I've not got another one I'm struggling oh, here Oh dear Hugh Have you got any? No um... I like this tweet We got in from Where was it? Pozog Who says Is Steve McLaren one of them? Ah, Steve yes. <laughs> yes. He is not Funnily enough you say, uh... um, Okay what about one That's close to home But has managed In the English Premier League As in He's managed up here as well I'm drawing no. a blank 
Same name as their growth manager Oh Dick Advocate Dick Advocate There we go Who did he manage down there? Sunderland was it? I think it was Sunderland right. When they went through one of those mad spells of changing managers Kept them Over up. and over again Kept them up Remember uh, his tears on the final Dick day? Advocate You've got three to get So three more Dutchmen who've managed in the English Premier League Early chance for our broth Now the whistle has got Was the ball out of play? Yeah. I think it was It's the only possible explanation I know goalies get protected But Zach Hemming can't have been protected that much um, The pitch looks soaking Doesn't it? That's one of the You've played on it Tony One of the criticisms you hear usually Is that it's too dry We played on it actually One of my first games for Dundee United And it was very dry um, I, think I feel like I can see water um, Certainly when that corner was taken It's a totally different game if, if there's water or not In terms of That pitch is an, an advantage for them And they use it to their advantage Especially they, they, they came third was it I think tonight it will be a massive advantage for them And they obviously expect to play a bit So I've watered it It's that old Cliche about You know Big home crowds And all that But but is, is that the key Will that be what Dick Campbell said to them You know If you can You know It's a league decider So I'm not sure The crowd are going to Turn on Kilmarnock Inside the first Half an hour But you know To that effect Can you try and make it Nervous for them Is that is that going to be The aim for them Yeah both? I think so I think If they do start murmuring And they start groaning I think it will help Our growth Especially The other type of team That will feed off that you can see that they want every like little bit of hope that they can get, and I think the longer it goes at now, now probably will be more in favour for Arbroath than Kelly. There has to be a reason why Kilmarnock have failed to beat Arbroath, given three opportunities this season: two defeats, one draw. Uh, so Arbroath have earned the right to be thought of as uh, having a chance in this game. I, I just cannot conceive of Kilmarnock in front of all of those people, knowing they can actually be. The title winners tonight I cannot conceive of them Allowing a fourth game to go Without a victory for them Have you ever had the pleasure Of playing at Gayfield? I think I have I think I played Derby St Johnston I get mixed I up a lot With your four fours In these teams Because <laughs> I'm not really Honestly I'm not really clued up On that end of the world But Once, not, he, go, once he goes north of Cumbernauld He just switches yeah, off An, al- an elitist It's the one that's right next to the sea If that gives it away I, is at that, all. It's the one that remember The boy was having a corner And was it the wave road right on him? Exactly. You would remember that, surely, if you'd played that close I, I to the I think I've actually played there a few times. I played there with Airdrie when I was younger. Come on, producer Callum, think, help this guy out. It's not so only Gordon Deal that can't remember his own career. I'd go as far as says, I've scored there, but don't quote me on this that. This guy's in his mid-twenties and can't even remember his career. At least Deal has had the passage of time. Uh, our both are forcing a couple of corners, and that one's only half oh. cleared. It's bouncing around in the killy box, and they do hack it clear. Um, absolutely. Launched up the other end of the pitch It's blood and thunder so far um, But are both of Well in a sense it is a, like a cup tie You know because the winner could take it all If the winner is Kilmarnock uh, So it's been played in the spirit of a cup tie Right I need to play this before we go I just I owe it to everyone I think we need to hear more of Mark McGee this week Just when you thought you couldn't get enough yes. of Mark McGee this week He's promised his players he'll go naked for a week If they beat St Johnston tomorrow I just said that on Radio. Uh, he says it's important to come up though with light-hearted motivation. You'll have heard them earlier this week talking about going cold and going hungry, trying to make sure he's focused, and Charlie Adam taking the Mickey out of him, and he's sticking by it, and he's even um, added a bit to that promise 
uh, when he spoke to the press earlier on today. You know, some people may understand what I was trying to do, and other people think it's funny. You know, you know, I try to make it, you know, light-hearted in a way. Um, I mean, I could have chosen to do it. The boys have made me promise that uh, if we beat St. Johnson, then I've got to go naked for a week. You know, uh, which is not. help anyone but you know you've just got to do something you know got to do something to psychologically remind yourself and put yourself under a wee bit of pressure because there's a big game coming and I think the players understand the message that I'm trying to give nothing says big game like taking your kit off well as I say I I give them credit for having added to the gaiety of nations this week with uh, all talk of radiators and diets Uh, it's all nonsense but it keeps everyone with a smile on their face well, Heaven knows we've got enough Doom and gloom going on So he's done well from that regard But he hasn't won a match as a Dundee manager That's the bottom line That's an issue That That is an more, issue More pressing than he tinkles yeah, food Yeah, and he has to get it I mean, if they lose the game, forget it They are a championship side uh, And that's the end of the matter So he's trying to divert attention away And keep players uh, in a... Good mood prior to the game But Dundee have had an awful season James McPake paid the price for it Lost his job as manager Mark McGee is desperately trying to think of a way To make the playoffs Doesn't beat St Johnson Down Life at the extreme I can just imagine it In the build up to There's a shootout for Europe in the last day Tony Watt promises to go without PlayStation (laughs) for a week I've not played it in a month you're joking What's ah, I don't put it anymore No chance I just chance. think my time can be better spent elsewhere and, and, and how has that changed? I've been hooked on Euphoria I'm on season 2 Alright okay don't, You don't get that in the Nokia Don't worry no. about that Seriously You've given up the gaming I, I just I can't be bothered about Things you never thought you would hear I thought yeah. you were in it for the long haul You strike me as a Slightly I'm not saying you're on Mark McGee's level Clearly But have you ever tried any Mad match preparation? Eh. Uh, I, I have I like I'm worried now Hugh Loads of stuff to be honest Like you superstitious? No I, I believe oh, What a save oh, what Derek a save Gaston has. To keep our broth in it Good chance Kelly No because I believe So you're not superstitious No because now. There's probably thousands of footballers That are superstitious But lose every week And get relegated So <laughs> Do you know what I mean It's Football's football What will happen will happen But I believe if you're positive Really positive minded Then You've got a good chance And if you're negative minded I think a lot of negativity will come That's my only That's my only wee thing that I'm Big on Big on I Right be positive about this teaser then If you can right Think really positively Otherwise if you don't get them I hate to say But your full mantra Is, is going to be proven not to work So think positively Can you get the last three remaining Dutchmen Who've managed in the English Premier League Oh it's not a positive start Hugh Not from no, you either No no no, no. Uh, we, we Started off too quickly too Yeah well. you did um, Okay Along the sort of Big name Ones like Coleman and Van Hal And Advocat the, I think the other ones That have managed The Dutch national team as well On the attack They are And they've got men over But they Or can they Oh, oh it's no, it's yes. Our broth have taken the lead At Rugby Park Did you it's, see where that shot Started it's, off It's the worst finish James Cragen will ever produce but it's trickled into He's the bottom corner that was going wide And that pitch has helped him And it has rolled into the far corner The 2000 are both fans are erupting And the Killy fans cannot believe What they are seeing A reaction long, there. long way to go Only he 10 knew. minutes gone But it's Killy nil Are both one Hugh Keevans Well the fairy tale alive and well 
Kilmarnock not 10 minutes into the game Shocked to the core James Cregan is pulling faces to say What a finish I, I made a complete hash of that And it's gone in Wonderful, wonderful start Right, quickly Three more on the teaser Any other former Dutch national managers? I think he came in Had a, vet, had a successful spell at Chelsea Short term uh, oh. You like the initials Hugh G-H Come on Goose Yes Heading Yep, well done S- Former Spurs manager Oh Big fella Sort of balding head Yeah Martin Yol. Oh, you've given us a hard one tonight Yeah it's it? tough And the last one uh, Did he start off I think he started on the coaching staff At Man United I think it Eventually got a job of his Rainy own Mullenstein? Yes There we go Pulled one out of the bag All that positivity And speaking of positivity Our both have taken the lead At Rugby Park Whatever happens tonight It's going to be a big outcome either way And we will reflect on it all tomorrow We're here at 11.45am oh. You'd be as well getting a sleeping bag out Hugh Keevens 11.45am Noon kick-off between Motherwell and Rangers oh. And then some fantastic fixtures Later on in the afternoon as well So make sure you join us then And in the meantime You can stay right there GBX Anthem's up next